Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show for your pre-snowstorm Tuesday broadcast. We'll be here tomorrow. We will fight our way through the snow and we'll be here to entertain you tomorrow on this program. Yes. Yes. Well, good to know, Donnie. Dedication. Let's let's <laughs> give away our. It's just called working. I know. Let's <laughs> give away our Chelsea tickets. Oh, no, Let, I already did that. Oh, did we already do we that? We already did that. Nice, uh, nice, uh, Nikki up in uh, near Malacca. Oh, good, oh, Nikki. She Nikki uh, to us up there. All right, All fantastic. Right. Okay, so I made Donnie post this um, today because it just was released, and it's the Motley Crue biopic. The Dirt is coming to Netflix on March. 22nd and this is based on the autobiography that the band did with neil strauss in 2001 it is considered one of the most revealing autobiographies in rock and roll history that's ever been written and the movie has been in the works for over 10 years okay machine gun kelly is playing um i don't even know who that is He's the singer. Oh. Yeah, he's oh, the singer. Oh, so it's a singer, not an actor. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Pete Davidson is playing the record executive, Tom Zudat. Okay. He's unrecognizable in a later scene where he's going, I managed the Scorpions, Bon Jovi, Skid Row, Kiss, but I never was put through what Motley crew put mm. me through. So and that's in the, in the trailer. Band? Tommy Lee. It's Tommy Lee was the drummer who's like 10 years younger than the rest of the band. Vince okay. Neil, um, Nikki Six, uh, Mick Mars. You know, he ends up dying. They just have an unbelievable story. And I read this book, but years ago when it right. came out, 2001, I need to read it again. I kept it because it was just like jaw-dropping. And Neil Strauss, we've had on about three or four times, he wrote The Game, mm-hmm. you know, The Secrets of a Pickup Artist. He wrote, um, he also did some other like, He's written books. for Rolling he's written, Stone he's magazine. He's a great writer. Yeah, he is. So anyway, the movie is coming out. It looks like really... Should we share a Motley Crue song with our sure, let's listeners? One you might recognize? Of course. Yeah, I remember playing this. Dr. Feelgood, shout out to the devil. I mean, they were a huge, huge band. And they have had tragedies, highs, lows, and you, everything in this wow. book, The Dirt. Okay, so if you want to take a look at that, if you're a Motley Crue fan, you're going to want to check that trailer out. For many of us, this next story, Charo has been nothing but a human disco ball of coochie, coochie, coo, and we don't know what age she is, but she's had tragedy enter her life. I mean, big time. Big time. Her husband of 40 years took his life in their Beverly Hills home. He was 78. 
to add even more pain to it, Charo was at home at he, the time. Yep, and he took his life by gunshot. Yes, and so yesterday, she, or excuse me, this morning, she posted something on Insta. She said, my husband of 40 years, the love of my life, killed himself. There's no words to describe what we're feeling right now. She had one son with him. In recent years, she said his health began to decline and he developed a rare and horrible skin disease called bullius pepifoid. Pepagoid? Yeah, it's a tough one to pronounce. Mm-hmm. He became very depressed and that along with the many medications he needed to take to take became too much for me and it is his suffering we had no idea this could happen to such a wonderful kind and generous person she went on and on please if anyone you know is suffering from depression or illness hold them close tell them you love them the world is better because they're in it get any help you can suicide is not the answer so that is really really sad um and his shell rostin was his name he's a tv producer and he became her second husband in 78, she always maintained that her marriage to band leader Javier Cougat 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 was a Cougat. business arrangement. I believe that. Yeah. This is just, this. I just can't imagine yeah, I know. being really in the house. Sad. It's so sad. And, and her husband... Um, and I said, I said, I bet he had something wrong no, with him at that he, age. Yeah. I wonder if he had an illness or something that he felt he was Rubless a burden. Pemming. Yeah, well, it sounds terrible. Oh, it's yeah. it's yeah. like the, you're covered in blisters. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, and he got very depressed. Mm-hmm. So it's and, an autoimmune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's really a poignant um, insta from from Charo, and um, they have one son together who he was a tiger beat Adonis circa 1979. His name is Shell Rustin, but he. Has mostly been behind the scenes since the seventies, um, and then of course she and her husband. People might have seen him on Celebrity I, Wife Swap. I'm telling you, I just watched this like three weeks ago, yeah. and she does the Celebrity Wife Shop swap. swap with Jill Whelan from the Love Boat, who yeah. was, and of course Charo. How many Julie's times was little she, sister? And how many times was Charo on the Love Boat? Forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think the Love yeah. Boat should come back. I know. The love boat. Boat. Anyway, he was 79. That was very, very... That's young. That's very sad. So that is happening. Um, yeah, it was a 2015 episode of Celebrity Wife. Yeah, I... We were watching. It was... <laughs> All right. She's got, she's got good energy. Let's talk about Ariana Grande breaking records that were held by the Beatles. She, uh, she's how about broken that? the record uh, for the most top- simultaneous top 40 Billboard Hot 100s. Uh, by female artists. Uh, the last one was Ariana Grande. I mean, excuse me, Cardi B did it um, with nine number one hits, but she beat the Beatles, Elvis. Well, here's what Ooh. they say. The album's track title is sitting at number three. Her Thank new, you, next. Yep. Her new song, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, is two. And Seven Rings is in its fourth week at number one. That's pretty big. That's, that's really amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Drake holds the record. How many? Of 40 top 100 hits among all artists. He had 21 on July 14, 2018. The same week Scorpion debuted. Yeah. Mm. 21 of them came. Oh, wow. So it makes it even more amazing, like when you think of the Beatles and Elvis, because 
no streaming. You know, you just had to go by the individual records. Exactly. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. for so long. So yeah. these streaming records were, are going to break which, a lot of records. Okay, so, and you know, when you talk about holding the records, last week, Lori, Donnie had as a pick um, the Teddy Pendergrass movie on Showtime, the documentary. Mm-hmm. And um, did we talk about this yesterday? I think no. we talked about, oh, okay. No, off the air we talked but about But they talked about, you know. He's um, got quite a story, doesn't he? Oh, yes. But I yes, don't think he, I know it. He really, really does. And he, um, he What's grew the Pendergrass up, documentary on? Showtime. Okay. And it's just called Teddy Ben Pendergrass. Ben. And it just, um, he talked about how a gold album is selling 500,000 units, albums, mm-hmm. and platinum is a million, million. right, Donnie? Yeah, at the time, yes. At the time, that's yes, what that's, it was. That was the goal, yeah. And so he was getting platinum albums, but he um, grew up in Philly. You know, his mom had lost six pregnancies before him. Yes, yes. She was a single mom. Yeah, dad walked out. Yep. And it was, it is a, it's an ama- it's an amazing story. And then it talks about, you know, he had a life um, changing car accident that left him um, paraplegic. Yeah, I and that. how um, he's he made. Did audio- he ever sing after that? Oh, yeah. Yes, he still record. Okay. Yes, he recorded six albums wow. after that. So his life. He was born in 1950 and died in 2010, and he died from uh, respiratory issues, which kind of happens sometimes with quadriplegics. But it, it was just, it's a really good documentary yeah. Yeah, to watch. One of the best I've seen. Really, in a while. Yeah, as good as the Eagles. That one was good. Well, that one was good too. <laughs> that yeah. was good because they all hated each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was pretty. It's yeah. really. It was really good. Um, but I mean, when he had the car accident, he was in the car with a transgender woman, and so she was on Oprah Winfrey in 2014 before Oprah went off the air, mm-hmm. and she said that night changed both of our lives because I wasn't out as a transgender person. She was a stripper. And um, how it changed. She didn't want anyone to know who she was and what happened to him. And so, yeah, and she was in the car with him. Yeah, yeah. He, he did not know mm-hmm. that she was transgender. But mm-hmm. then there's other stories that they'd been going out for a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the other okay. woman in the car was Dr. J, who was a basketball player, famous basketball player's wife at the time. And then he had a wife and kids at home. So there's oh. a lot of Teddy was a player. Yeah. yeah but he was. boy. When Smooth he sang, oh, boy, oh my word. Well, the scenes, and Julia's seen them when he's performing solo oh. in the white suit and he's buff and I mean, the women were Throwing fainting. underwear. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Right. Yeah. And was I didn't really smooth. remember, yeah. I didn't really remember him and he never made it across to the pop charts. Um, they were working on that and that's when he got in the, yeah. and he was only 32 years old when he got the car. So that's a great movie for people to watch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Something for you to watch. Uh, Donnie posted some of uh, the Chanel's best looks. Yes. At Carl Lagerfeld helmed the, the house for all these years since 82. And um, also, if you're excited about Veep, the final season trailer, which looks absolutely hysterical. Um, oh. Is, that's coming, I think, in March. And March there's only seven episodes. Yeah. yeah. And we do have one more notable obituary we have to talk about today. Uh, the ecstatic sailor in Times Square shown kissing a woman in Times Square. You know, it's called The Kiss. Mm-hmm. George Mendonca. Mendonca. He passed away at the age of 95. He fell at his assisted living 
facility where he lived with his wife of 70 years. And he was shown kissing Greta Zimmer Friedman, a dental assistant in a new nurse's uniform on VJ Day, the day Japan surrendered mm-hmm. to the United States. And, and she died how many years ago? Because we talked about it. He died in 2016 yep. at the age of 92. Wow. He planted a kiss on her. They'd never met. The photo by Alfred Einstadt was first published in Life magazine. It is known to us as the kiss. It's become one of the most famous photos of the 20th century. Several people claimed to be the kissing couple. It was years before George and uh, Virginia were uh, confirmed to be yeah, the couple. He was on a destroyer and was on leave when the war ended. Right. And he said, Friedman reminded of him on nurses on hop, hospital ship that came and cared for wounded soldier. I saw what those nurses did. And back in Times Square, the war ends, a few drinks. I just grabbed the nurse and just gave her a celebratory love kiss. It. So. Yeah. Love it. Anyway, hmm. so. Love it. So, yeah, anyway, so he passed away yeah. at the age of 95. One of the most iconic photos no ever. No kidding. It was that on one. posters. Yes, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what do we have? There's so much dirty dirt going on out there. Oh, my goodness. This afternoon, love is dead. We've got a couple of high-profile celebrity breakups in your dirt alert this afternoon. One would be the official split of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. This after Tristan allegedly cheated on Khloe over the weekend with Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods. Well... I would think that they would both be in the doghouse, but it was finally proof for Chloe. Yes. Somebody she knew. Somebody she knew. There's evidence on TMZ of them snuggling up at a party on Sunday night. Now, TMZ reporting dog. And so is the girlfriend of Kylie. Well, but I'm also thinking maybe the family put her up to it because they can't stand Tristan and they needed someone to prove. You're finally thinking like me, Julia. For one second. I hate thinking this way. I'm going back to my Pollyanna (laughs) roots in a minute. But it's true. Maybe that was. That's one way we could get her to break up. Stand yeah, him, I know. Yeah. And they begged her not to get, yeah. And she, I'm doing it for love for our baby. And I'm like, your baby doesn't know anything. Do you want yeah. her to be unhappy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, Julia, this is why your theory has a little bit of meat behind it. Because this is exclusively on TMZ. Yes. We Chris know Jenner. that Chris Jenner and Harvey Levin have a special relationship with each other. They even have surveillance footage of Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson at this party on Sunday night canoodling together. Oh. They published it on the website. Now, TMZ is saying that Tristan flew to Los Angeles from Cleveland to spend Valentine's Day Thursday with Chloe and True. And then on Sunday night was at this house party where he was making out with Jordan Woods. And Chris Jenner engineered like Pootie does a honeypot trap. I, I'm in, oh, this is in. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tristan. <laughs> so witnesses say Tristan and Jordan were all over each other making out. Now, TMZ reporting that Chloe found out and immediately broke things off with Tristan Thompson. A source tells TMZ that Chloe had had enough. And there's little chance for reconciliation between yeah. Chloe and Tristan. Julia, that they you were done. on that one. Chris Jenner honey potted him. I think so. Yeah. That is a honeypot trap. That is classic. Yes. Oh, and wow. he and I bet and they're they, so happy about they're all so the sisters happy. were yep. in on it and I everything. Think they might be. Oh my gosh! But how does do you want to break up with your girlfriend because of it? Then he broke up with a girlfriend who was pregnant with his oh, baby I when he got together with Chloe. But He's I mean, messy as hell. Not Clo- ready to be married. Chloe sacrifice her friend. No, it's Kylie's. Friend. I mean, Kylie was she sacrificed? No, because it's a honeypot thing. They're all in on it. They're all in on it. And the sisters, I mean, they're going to deny it and maybe they'll keep the girlfriend. You what know what I mean? Clo- yeah. No, oh, no, no. They just geez. had to do something to get her to break up with them. She's blind and they want her out of Cleveland. Yeah. Now, remembering going back to October of 2017 when Tristan was at a hookah lounge in D.C., when he uh, did some things to a woman and got handsy, then that video surfaced just days before Chloe gave birth to True mm-hmm. and just before she delivered the baby. Uh, she w- He was spotted with another woman going into a New York City hotel. So... Yeah, I think that Julia, you're right with your honeypot theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just mad yeah. I didn't think about it. I'm sorry that I got it to you. I'm sorry that I did that. Be- See, I've got my vacation oh, mind still going. You stay in your vacation, dude. <laughs> we don't want you to change. Don't oh, go changing, honey. That's right. Um, another celebrity breakup. Now, this one was rumored last week, but Lady Gaga, her people confirming that she is done with her fiance, Christian Carino, who was also her talent agent over at CAA. Now, he was. I, I told you, yes. Lori. Why would she need a talent agent? Because she's a movie star, and that's how you book those things. Okay. You have to have an agent. agent. To do, it's legal that okay. you have to so have an he's agent not her to agent do anymore. the deal. Yeah. Um, so she and Christian Carino, they were together for a couple of years. They started dating back in February of 2017, around the time that she performed at the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And remember, mm-hmm. we saw the yeah. two of them hugging yeah. down mm-hmm. on the green if that's what you call it in football, after she called off her engagement. Yes, thank you to Taylor Kinney. And things got heated up really fast, and then they got engaged, uh, and so it was What not do you make of be. her people saying um, that it, the relationship didn't work out, relationships sometimes end, it's not a long, dramatic story. That seems very They're just trying to say there's not, no way to dig, there's nothing here for you to get, there just is. leave us alone. There and there, is, Lauren, yeah. Listen, Lauren, but... There, there is. <laughs> well, if you look at Christian Carino's Instagram account, he's very devoted to Lady Gaga. Yeah. And he was even posting photographs of her uh, up until a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now, people were speculating on these two and whether or not they were together when Lady Gaga was on the red carpet of the Grammys, not wearing that big old engagement ring mm-hmm. that he gave her. And also when she did her acceptance speech at the Grammys last uh, couple, a week and a half ago, she didn't thank him in the acceptance speech. Now, I didn't find that too out of the I- 
ordinary. didn't either, but that he wasn't there and he's her biggest fan. I mean, that yep. would be hard. Yeah, and he was at the Golden Globe ceremony. At and the, the SAG Awards. At the, yeah. yeah, so it was just very abrupt because the two of them are not shy with the PDA. No, they're not. No, they're not. So, well, you know, I don't think that there's... And I don't know. I don't think there's probably a lot of dirt here. She's just... Not interested anymore. I'm just not into you. I'm, yeah. Uh, there's something. Okay. I bet there's something there. There's something <laughs> there. I wonder if she just felt he was too old, old for her. Oh, gosh. We 49. both said at the same time. How bad is that? I'm just saying, I know Lady Gaga seems older because she's been, you know, in the business in the and business all of that. Years. And she presents kind of as older, more sophisticated. And she's 31. But maybe it was like a little bit of... And he had now kids. That the bloom is off. Yeah, the yeah. rose is off the bloom or whatever. The bloom is off the rose, whatever that saying is. But he was with her through some of her, through the stars born time, but she also had the fibromyalgia. And she She's quit. had that for a long time, though, hasn't she? I, yeah, but she really went into, she struggled with it right after the um, the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he was with her some of her dog years. Yeah. So, well. The bloom is off the rose. They've been together long enough that the sexual je ne sais quoi is over, and now he's starting to be a pain mm-hmm. in the ass. All right. Do you think that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper are going to walk the red carpet at the Oscars together? They should. On Sunday night? They should. She wants so. to. But what about Arena? She That's wants to, and so does the mom. No, I, I don't think so. You don't think no, so? They'll she, walk separate. No, she walks separate because... No, they'll walk separate. Okay. All right. So Carl Lagerfeld, one of the big stories of the day, fashion icon Carl Lagerfeld passed away today in Paris at the age of 85 after a short illness. And some of the, one of the questions that people are asking online about Carl Lagerfeld, what about his cat Chopette? Now Chopette, a social media star in her own right, uh, he adopted Chopette in 2013 and she became a huge star as a result. And her social media account is making a statement on Chopette's behalf the cat, Mm -hmm. and saying that Chopette is coping with the loss the best she knows how to, but at such a young age... she put in her best paw forward? Yep, and being a cat... Very good. It is challenging. She said Carl Lagerfeld is and always will be her daddy. Daddy. She is choosing to put her best paw forward Ah! and hopes that her loyal fans and followers will continue their outpouring of love and help to ease the pain that coming from Chopette the cat. Yeah. Daddy, the late Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah, and Chupette is very fun believe, to follow on Insta and Twitter, I have to say. I can't believe he's dead. That's... Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's yeah. just the end of an era. He's just really so is. fun to... F- he was... Uh, he was shady in all the right places. I loved it. Oh, that fan was there for a reason. Yeah, I he had a personality. He didn't kill anyone. All right, what's, it, what's happening in traffic world? But it was all right, here we go. Study of uh, time. And uh, this study looked into some of the flirting that happens at the grocery store. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Here's what we know. Hmm. Is it, it happening? Happens, it Is happens it happening? more than you think. 32% of people said that they know at least one person who's gone on a date with someone they met at the grocery store. I'm surprised by that. And 46% of us have at least flirted with someone while buying groceries. And the part about meeting in the frozen food aisle might be a cliche. <laughs> no, the it's three, the vegetable aisle. The three spots are most likely to meet someone. Now, we don't have beer, wine, and liquor aisle here. No. 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 Produce. Those are really great grocery stores yeah. in Bozeman. Uh, anywhere, 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 anywhere else, yeah. anywhere else, but here. <laughs> so it's beer, wine, and liquor aisle, the produce okay. section, and the checkout line. And the best pickup lines are icebreakers. If you do see someone hot at the grocery store, you might be going tonight because of the grocery store snow patrol. Yes. It's going to be busy after. It's probably busy the right gro- now. 
Restore <laughs> snow, snow patrol. patrol. Yeah. Stay Stop away up. from the suggestion uh, no, displays. The the best one that guys like to use is, hey, I can't find something. Do you know where it is? Sure. And the best one for women to use is, can you help me reach something? Perfect. Uh, Those are so yes. easy and perfect. They're, they're and really you know, are. the only the other thing about the grocery store. This doesn't surprise us at people all. People are, no. are not on their phones. That's right. And both men and women shop in the same place. And some stores are better. Like I would say Lunds and Lunds. Kowalski yes, I would are too. excellent uh, for flirting. Cub, not so much. No, like um, not at all. Different crowd? or Different crowd. Okay. Different crowd. <laughs> also, you know, I think that single people, you know, they're not going and buying. We don't buy in bulk. bulk. Right. You're not buying in bulk. You're going, That's you're dropping true. in. Yeah. And it's so you'll basket, go to yeah. places. Right. Trader Joe's is Trader another Joe's great place. Trader Joe's would be a great Whole place. Great, flirt. great place. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some place it's smaller, not where people yeah, yeah, are getting yeah. big yeah. carts. And it's not like Sam's Club. Oh, Even no. Target, yeah. you know, you'd have to really You'd search. have to work a little harder. Yeah, you no, would. you're so right about that. Okay. Now, uh, here's another one. Here's this. I don't know if this is a study of Dow. Really, this could be. This is from Lawrence University. They studied popular music lyrics from the 50s to 2016. Okay. And with the use of quantitative analysis, scientists mark trends of lyrical sentiments in songs over the last 70 years. If you were to guess what the what the study would say on this, what would you say from the 50s, 70 years later, what has happened to pop songs over time, over the 70 years? Well, the verbiage has changed because it would used to be courting or things like that. I mean, the verbiage, I think, would change. Yeah. And... Um, I would say that the song, the music has gotten quicker. The beats, I don't know. I don't know, Lori. Well, fewer stories in the songs, and the lyrics are much more simple than they were then, maybe. I don't know. Here's what they found. Okay. Pop songs have grown darker and angrier with each passing decade. I don't like that at all. Well, it's just what happens. What they found is that there is a clear insistence statistical change in sentiments that are expressed through the lyrics of popular music. And it's taken more of a negative tone where joy and confidence and openness were hallmarks of 50s songs and even going into the 60s before the protest music. But um, well, it's very like if someone wrote a song for Adele in the 60s, the message to her, a strange lover might be, she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. In 2011, roll in the deep, see how I leave with every piece of you. You know, that's so they were yeah, looking. That's a good point. They looked at 6,200 Billboard songs from the top 100 songs from 51 to 2016. And then they did the math. Well, here's what I would say mm-hmm. is that, you know, um, they always say, a lot of the artists, when they're writing their music, it comes from when they're usually in a in a dark place. I mean, Adele's whole album came that from album, that's a right. breakup. Yeah, um, you know, you get people who are writing songs when they are in a dark place about a breakup or a loss of a life or a loss of a, you know, something. Um, well, here's what they found: the mid fifties reflect the happiest period. Then anger started peaking, okay. but there were exceptions from eighty two. To 84, those were the least angry pop lyrics since the 50s. You think of a lot of that music. 
super upbeat and happy if you mm. think of some Holiday. of that early 80s. Yeah, um, the mid-90s saw an increase in anger, um, much more than what happened in the 80s. And, you know, the top song of 95, Gangster's Paradise, you know, some of the lyrics in let, that. Let hip-hop, hippity-hop, don't stop. Mm. Just if you <laughs> listen yep. to all the words, but in which hotel, we never hotel, do. Holiday Inn. So happy early 80s, then fear began in the middle of the decade, then fell off in 88, then fear raised its ugly head in 88, 99, and stayed until 2000. So they've had all these dips, but um, anyway, they just thought it was that doesn't necessarily reflect what people are wanting to express, but it's more related to what consumers want to listen to. So I don't want to listen to it. Well, but we again, people, a lot of people might not even pay attention to something. Well, we never do. That's like why. Rolling in the Deep is a sad song. Everyone was belting it out. I know. But you I mean, because they don't know what it, yeah, they don't know what it's about. Right? I wanted know. to sing for Elvis's special in the yeah. ghetto and Donnie said, that's such a sad song. And I said, I love it. In yeah. The yeah, and it is. It's the young but boy I dying. I never listened to the. Yeah. I love the melody in that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. that show was good. I had to watch it twice. Some performances, <laughs> so good. Okay, here's another study of duh. Late blooming teenagers who stay virgins during high school years are more likely to jump into the wild side of university life if that's where they end off and if they can shake oh off their overbearing Is helicopter parents. Isn't, Isn't that a duh? Duh? Wait a I'm free! Yes. What does it say? <laughs> Late-blooming teenagers mm-hmm. who hold off on having sex in high school are the wildest kids at college. Give me that study. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I observed that firsthand. Did you? Oh, col- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The it's, kids from the small towns go in there, we're going nuts. And also, <laughs> the casual sex culture at a college is different. It's still, there is still a degree of slut shaming and stuff like that that goes yeah. on in high school. You know, you have to have a boyfriend, you have to have a girlfriend, you know, and otherwise, you know, you're, I mean, that is all still going on. But anyway, yeah, they, the study is, yeah, the late blooming teenagers, if they can shake off their helicopter parents, they go crazy in college. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is not they the late bloomers are an interesting group. They ignore sex, but once they get into it, they jump in more than others and they become very active. You know what I had in common with Courtney Cox? Hmm. She lost her virginity at twenty one too. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Now you now you've got something you can if you ever meet her, you I'm can d- just bring I, that I, up. I know because she talked about it last week. That's weekend. hilarious. I know That's it. so cute. <laughs> And that's what they were kind of looking at, or they were they were studying um, university students, and they were putting yeah. people into five categories yeah. of people: religious, relationship seekers. You know, they just kind of had all these partiers, late bloomers, and career women. And I love so it. the late bloomers were. Uh, you know, busy, busy. They're busy Active, in college, as and one calls again, needing to shake off the. The yoke is overbearing word, yes. parents. Okay, but some people were just late. I didn't have overbearing parents. No, I know. I was just a late bloomer. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't okay. mean you have to have overbearing parents. No, but in this case, in okay. the modern world, Got Julia, it. in the modern right. world, no one that came of age in the sixties, seventies, their parents had too many overbearing parents. They just weren't around. No. They were sick of all their kids. Oh, I know it. We <laughs> there were, were so raised, many. And no. Everybody was I families. Of, lo- we were. Like, really, we, you were a small family if you were four. Uh, yeah, we were five. Yeah. yeah. 
Kind of. Mm-hmm. For right. sure you were small if you were a three hey. family. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong with well, your parents? I was really small. We were two. Two. Yeah. You were what's dating. wrong with your parents? <laughs> it's nothing as far as I knew. No, but I mean, you know what I mean? Because where are all the kids? Yeah, where have all the flowers gone? (laughs) (laughs) Long time passing. Long time passing. And the last study of duh, I don't know if this is a study, people, but remember the village people song, Every Man Wants to Be a Macho Man? Yes. To have the kind of body that's always in demand? Are macho mindsets becoming a thing of the past? A new study finds that male millennials are drifting away from stereotypical masculine values. This is from the University of British Columbia. I hope they still want to open doors. Yeah, younger men tend to value selflessness, social engagement, and health over traditional male ideas like being physically strong, autonomy, um, of course, physique and independence. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, it was all part of it. But nine in 10 of the millennials said men should help others. And 88% of the millennial men agreed that men should be more open to new ideas, new people, and experiences. And eight in 10 of millennial men felt it's important to give back to your community. I love that. So that's there's hope. There's hope. They're widening their value structure and questioning what it truly means to be a man. So this way, Situations like the John Wayne 1971 Playboy interview that's going around. That's why John Wayne was trending. Yes. Okay. That won't come up again. That won't come up (laughs) again is what I'm saying. Exactly. That kind of stuff. We don't have to relive that. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. Listen. A woman's place is in the home. That's Mm -hmm. It is not. Okay. When we come back, uh, we got some other headlines that we haven't gotten to yet today. Um, I see you focusing so Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, our favorite headline, Chris Jenner might work hard, but the boss of headline writer works harder. Listen to this. All in case, constantly cheated on Khloe Kardashian, kicks flagrantly foul bleep boy Tristan Thompson to the curb after he allegedly crushed Kylie's BFF to Calabasas crumbs. All using case, yes. Was it all case? Yeah. Well, every word that could be a K, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anything with a C became a K, and yeah. So that's that. That is a good headline. Now here's another headline: Trisha Yearwood. This is my. This is good. Yeah, she gave an interview, and she says women are getting the raw end of the deal on country radio album of the year. The context was that Casey Musgrave got album of the year. Um, only three women appear in the top 25 on Billboard's Hot Country Song Chart. Right. And she said, listen, this is the way it is. Everyone says they want change, but the reality is women get the raw end of the deal when it comes to country. You know, I did did country radio in the uh, early 80s. Okay. And it wasn't 
I don't remember it being so one-sided back then. But in, remember the early 80s in that other study, it was lighter, fluffier, happier well, music. Yeah. I don't know if I that had know. anything to do, but she said women are getting the raw end. And she mm. said it's old, antiquated ways of thinking that are still going on uh, on the countryside of things. Well. They can't play two songs by um, females back-to-back. Yeah, you don't play two female no. artists back-to-back, and you make sure you play four guys before you play a woman. That's terrible. That's like an old way of I would be pissed. She songs. said she's willing to go and march with the women. Do it. Do it, Trisha. And she just came out with her um Frank Sinatra, Sinatra tribute covers. Tribute covers. Tribute covers. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for Post Malone to do a whole Elvis cover thing. He was so good on that I Elvis love him. special. I love him. He's got a really great voice. I told voice. you he has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. He has a and he's got a good story. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Trisha Yearwood is on the ladies' side of things when it comes to And country. we've heard that from Carrie Underwood. We hear yes. it from all the women. It's it's wrong. Yeah. How do we change it? Well, they're going to march. They're going to take action and march. Okay. Um, Here's one for you, Julia. I don't know how you feel about a Joan and Jackie Collins miniseries. I absolutely love it. Joan and Jackie will trace the sisters' journeys from post-war London to Hollywood stardom as Alexis Carrington and Dynasty and literary fame, Lucky Santanello. I love it. I love Remember, it. I oh, love it. Loved yes, it. I loved it. It's going to be a six-part show, and Joan Collins is involved, and she said my sister would be excited. Their daughters have given approval, and they were um, glamorous, go-getting sisters, and the mm-hmm. woman who uh, show ran The Crown is attached. <gasps> oh, good choice. Oh, I love it. I love everything about that. Every brunette actress of a certain age, what you know, how they want to try out mm. for this part. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's so, so great. Anyway, so it's going to be a six-part series, Joan and mm-hmm. Jackie. I need a reverse wedge shoe. What's that? Something, High on the front and yes. low on the back for your blisters. My blisters feet. on the bottom of my feet. People I do. are really enjoying um, <laughs> your... Those actually existed. Do you remember Did... Earth Shoes? Yes. Earth Shoes were... Higher, higher in the, the front, front oh, yeah. and lower in the back. Yeah. And I got like, I had to get the generic earth shoe from Baker, and mm-hmm. mine was like high in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I could never get, we could never afford, you know, the right high things. The so middle. I got the, that's, I got the ones that, sound comfortable. no, mm-hmm. I get the ones that were a little off, you know, yeah. off size. I'm going to buy a fanny pack too, by the way. I've got blisters on the bottom of my feet. But tell people why you have blisters right, yes. on the bottom so of my feet. I, was going to help my mom. I was going to go work out at my mom's and then I'd ended up, I had to help her book an airline ticket. So I knew I didn't need my workout clothes and left them in my car and got into my mom's place. My mom wasn't even bloody home. My sister made me go there. I met at her too. Uh, my mom took care of everything without her and I knowing, but the bottom I, line I, is I, you... I went to work out and I was just going to lift weights, but then I started talking You're to my sister I talked to my sister and I did, uh, I worked out for 25 minutes. I walked on the damn treadmill at 12.5 incline in my socks. That's right. And And you rubbed the bottom of your feet raw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There will be no foot sex in your future for the next three (laughs) weeks. This is going to, I have a hot (laughs) date tonight too with the guy. Yeah, there will be no foot chills, nothing like that. You're going to be lucky to 
I mean, that is a very tender place. Oh, tell me. I have shoved my... Remember the guy who wrote the book about Denali and the blisters that people who are mountain climbers and stuff get the feet? It's It's the the worst place. It's the worst place to blister. And there you are. You could have had a little bite of an exercise snack by walking down to your car, but you thought, no, I'll briskly walk in my thin socks. What could go wrong? I was fine, and then I couldn't stand it because I only had a 1,000 steps left to make 10,000. And so I stayed on the damn thing even when my feet hurt. I had to make the goal. Let me see the bottom of your feet. Can no, you take I, off your tissue box? No, no, I, I'm not. I'm all taped up. Oh, no. you are. And I've got my shoe and sock on now. Okay. I know. Yeah, I had okay. someone made Julie some very Colleen nice tissue and, boxes. Colleen and B. Arthur made me. Yeah, this is what people are saying. Why? Yes, Again, it's that. because I'm so dumb. Uh, uh, no, uh, but someone else said, did you see the guy stop, do a double take, but he kept moving. No biggie. I, another guy, what the hell? Um, I'm curious, but I'm not that curious. So okay, people are wondering if that will be on the next Twin Cities Live craft segment (laughs) (laughs) listen i made my slippers out of this um you know first aid tape and Mm -hmm. it was really a lovely yeah a kim kardashian dress front Mm. it really was okay yeah shaletta thought you did this because you just got your toes done no look i'm glad no one can zoom in on my toes because they're so horrific the talons you mean the talons oh lori calls my feet talons (laughs) my arms are peasant work arms for picking all don't don't i've missed you so woman (laughs) you have yeah well do you know that um let me see something here i had something for you single men smell bad okay do you know that no you care well, I mean, single that's a study of duh. Smell bad. It's a study out of Australia. Single men smell worse than men who are in relationships. Yes, I mean, that's a duh. That belonged in my <laughs> study of duh. That is a given. Anybody, I mean. Here, you can have it. No, I don't I'll need pretend it I never heard it. No. Like you do. It. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Who I'll, said I, that? I, I, we could get, I could get an acting award. I'll pretend I've never heard it ever. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a good night. See ya. Job done. Off you go.